while you were still learning how to spell your name. I was being trained to conquer galaxies. Hi guys, welcome to Midnight Movie Night, where we discuss the most enjoyably bad movies of all time. I'm your host, Kevin Heisinger. Join with me, as always, she's hilarious, and she is my co-host all the way from New Jersey. It is Megan Sweet. So, so sweet to see you. So happy to be here. I'm so, so happy you could make it. I'm sorry it's hot in New Jersey. The weather in LA is nice, not to brag. It is a nice 75 degrees, but I sat inside and watched this movie, so I didn't really, can't brag that much. Also joined with us, returning, she's hilarious, she's a comedian, all the way from Sacramento. We got a real-life pretend psychic tonight. It is Heather Rogue. Heather, good to see you. Good to see you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I have all my intros just, you know, lined up. I have all these oh, things that, written that's down. That's what it is. Very I'm, re- I'm very. And, yeah. you know, speaking of predictability, we watched, well, I don't know, this movie is very unpredictable. Holy shit. It's I not. Wish. There's... Yeah. If only it were predictable. <laughs> uh, that's why I like that's it. True. We're talking about Battlefield Earth, the L. Ron Hubbard, John Travolta duo. Like this, these two. Jesus Christ. Apparently, when he was promoting it, he would go around and would like sign copies of Battlefield Earth or just Scientology stuff. L. Ron Wood or John Johnny? John Travolta. This is yeah, when he was in too deep. This is how you know that you're probably in a cult is when you make this movie. And you th- and to this day, he still defends it. And he, I quote, he said, this is the Schindler's list of science fiction movies. Wait, wait, gotta, wait, wait. He also said this was the futuristic Pulp Fiction, which I was like, where I'm are you? I'm going to have to disagree this movie. Yeah, <laughs> there was nothing. Well, speaking <laughs> of which, and he tried to get Tarantino to direct it, but he said no. It would have been so good. I mean, I it was good, but it would have been even better. I don't, Yeah, he's never gone that sci-fi route. I don't know. It's not too late. He said he's going to make one more movie, I think, but I don't know. I don't keep up Did with either of you... I'm sorry, Kevin. I just want. Either of you, Miyazaki, though, and keep coming out of retirement to make more. You know. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm I'm not retired, but I don't think he'll ever retire. But what were you gonna say, Megan? There's an interview with Chris Shelton on YouTube who spoke about how the church gave everybody money to go see this movie on opening weekend, and he had to go see it five times to up the numbers because they knew. It yeah, it didn't. Yeah, because opening weekend it was about eleven million dollars, so it didn't pay enough people. I didn't, yeah, they really. <laughs> it wasn't like Passion of the Christ numbers. They weren't flocking in buses. It was just. It was. <laughs> and what's weird because there's this whole fraud thing. Like they said that the budget I think was like seventy three million, but it wasn't. Apparently, it was like forty four, and most of it went to Travolta. And there's like a big lawsuit between companies it didn't go so well but neither did the movie so it's cool i mean what do we got like the year 3000 and the planet cyclo we get a little intro i like how it says like man is endangered like it says it a bunch of times and then like the opening credits stop and then it says it again like did you forget (laughs) man is an endangered species like okay and just in case We do get Barry Pepper is in this film. Poor guy. This I do feel bad because this movie won like seven Razzies and he won. But he said he would have accepted it. He just had no idea that it was happening. But <laughs> well, who who is that? He's the lead actor with the, oh, okay. the long. Yeah, he's Johnny, good boy. 
was fine. You know what I was surprised by was Tig from Sons of Anarchy looked like he was he, in this I movie. was going to yeah, that that's, that's Kim Coates. Yeah. Is and, he also a Scientologist or was he just looking for work at the time? I think he was just looking for work because I looked at his IMDb. It's like 150 things. Like, damn. So he was just a hard worker. Okay, so he'll just do anything. Literally. What about, just, yeah. what about Forrest Whitaker? Was, is he a Scientologist? Uh, he, I don't think so because he That's has disowned this movie and said it was not fun and it was terrible. And he went on to win an Oscar. So good for him. He denounced Well, apparently church. it wasn't written to be in the Scientology. I mean, I this know. is probably, I would say the second worst thing L. Ron Hubbard ever created was probably this. But in a way, like the best thing is, I would say I, it's slightly better than Scientology. I think that this was his greatest creation. I mean, it took, it did take me like 12 tries to watch it. <laughs> I will but. say it's a slow start, but once it gets to John Travolta, which we'll get to, I thought it really picked, just the alien designs alone, why? Why the hair? Why yeah. were they on stilts? Oh, Why there's so much hair. The the shit on their nose. I didn't. I, I love that. I thought that was great. <laughs> no, like I watched it twelve times. So yeah, it brainwashed me, and I converted to Scientology, and I realized it is in this Sacramento. Was, this was the greatest movie ever made, and part of it is the nose thing because it's like a regular movie. They'd be like. No, don't have something stupid dangling from your nose. That's ridiculous. I don't care if you like need to breathe. That doesn't make any sense. You guys <laughs> breathe the same air. No one's going to care. But the writers of this movie were like, no, that's a plot hole. We have to have something silly dangling from their nose to explain how they're able to breathe each other's air. <laughs> yeah, and they're breathing. And sometimes they take it off because like, they can speak their Anglian language or something. It was like a language barrier. They were just going yeah. around growling, apparently. But no, the whole movie, they're speaking English. But then we find out, oh, it's a different language. We're just translating for you guys. Like, why? Right. I could it's have a taken... very weird way that they, like, make the translation happen. So it does take you a minute to, like, figure out, so wait, are they speaking English? Or is this, <laughs> like, whose perspective? It jumps perspective, like, subjective language perspectives. You know what I mean? And it's just funny because we just did the Star Wars holiday special and like 20 minutes of it is just the Ewoks <laughs> talking to each other with no subtitles. I'm like, what would that movie be like with this? With just them growling at each other and no doubt. <laughs> or maybe even just subtitles. But I would have been in for that. Just like, what are it they saying? It would have been better. It would have been very artsy. Because the only did thing I... like John. <laughs> yeah, we'll go on. No, no, no. I didn't oh, but it's just like. The whole plot of John Travolta and like his whole arc is like he just wants to get promoted. <laughs> That's the only. And he never did. And he's gonna the... train the human beings to steal the gold the for him so that he can man keep it animals. all books, right? Yeah, oh. the man animals. They say oh, that nice. I guess twenty-eight times in this. <laughs> was they thought it was so clever? Like, remember when we said that? And why not just say "manimal" at that point? Like, why That's even go the extra syllable? But because they would have gotten sued. Oh, it is a show. Well, it was for one season. Yeah, but, you can't say "manimal." But uh, "manimal's" plural. You might maybe. get sued. <laughs> I, I already have. But <laughs> is... I'm writing the cease and desist letter right now on behalf of the manimal. <laughs> I'm trying to actually reboot that show, so hopefully they find out. But 
And like, so the whole time, I mean, Barry Pepper is hanging out. I do love, he finds out his dad dies in the first scene. He's like, no. And he screams. <laughs> and the way he just like screams into the oh. sun, just like, oh. And he has a moment God. to reflect and he's sitting there. And then we just move on. He's like, all oh, right. Oh, the editing. Like, new right away. <laughs> oh, and every special. time it's another scene, it's the same transition where the yeah. screen just splits in the middle. That was like 20 times. Like, dude, just a cross dissolve just fade into the yeah, next why the star wipe remember on. star wipe that was probably yeah. my favorite scene transition but it's like and i do love when he's talking about have you ever seen a beast before what does he say i wrote it down like a demon a monster a monster, beast he's a spinning beast. around <laughs> yeah. oh that he's was great i, I wanted more of that yeah. he was he gave it his all with this role it wasn't really in his favor but he takes his horsey for a ride he takes a tumble and then he stumbles upon what was that like a a mini golf course because it he gets in like this, it. <laughs> he gets in a fight with like this trojan horse and it takes him a solid 10 minutes to realize that it's not real <laughs> but he's still going at it it's like oh i'm gonna fucking kill you and he, he has a little sword like oh wait you're not a beast but then we meet our guy sons of anarchy and we get the this tribe and we find out you know not mm-hmm. crazy about these aliens. Like, we really don't like living wherever we are. They were on Earth, right? At that point? Yeah, yes. they were on Earth. They stay on Earth because they just go to Denver, to, like, the Denver yeah. Dome. <laughs> they do. The whole thing is takes place in Denver. which is so In the Denver airport. That's and I do. I think. <laughs> yeah, because, like, the aliens do come in, capture everybody for probably one out of maybe 20 times do they capture the same group of people because <laughs> they come in put them all in cages they're coming down talking so much shit about earth they just yeah right they have <laughs> nothing good to say about it it's the most backwoods dump in the world to them they're describing it like it's yuba california or something yeah it's just <laughs> so awful i mean like, go outside of denver like they're aliens they should know <laughs> there there are nicer places you could be but but we do have to talk about so the what the main character was told you know that the 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 gods left this is important backstory right the gods left and the demons came and that mankind's responsibility or their fate was to like appease the gods so they'll come and save them from the demons and then the main character is just like well i don't believe in fate so then he rides off into the sunset with his gallant horse and just immediately (laughs) gets kidnapped by aliens (laughs) <laughs> and like subjected to slavery it's like maybe you should have just the hung out <laughs> yeah it probably should have just stayed home at that point yeah. i don't know what yeah. he was thinking or what anyone was really thinking he was he was a morning i mean it was just too much to yeah he was he, he was in denial his dad did just yeah. die and he's like well, fuck it i'm rebelling against my dead dad now but <laughs> you're not my real dad <laughs> yeah saying that to his grave but I do like John Travolta does come into this movie, and the first thing he does is he bitch slaps our lead character and just throws him around a lot. These fucking man animals. But oh yeah, he's like twelve feet tall. How tall is he? He was. He was on these stilts the entire movie, which is fucking crazy. And again, the entire movie is filmed with this type of angle called the Dutch angle, where it's slightly tilted the entire. Yeah time you usually you would do it like once in a while i remember they used to do it in like the old batman show because the villains were crooked and they would show them in a crooked way but this movie 
apparently like the cinematographer didn't have any money or anything like they didn't really give him much to work with so that's his <laughs> excuse like he just tilted you his just don't respect the genius of scientology it's i really just, they're uh, twisted people and they had a lot of the, twisted shots in this film the thetans have twisted the earth and we have to once you become clear then you don't you can see the cinematography correctly but if you're not clear yet then it looks tilted i'm not i'm not going clear just yet I thought but. we were supposed to convert just for the podcast. What and I, <laughs> and I read the book. I fucked up. Did you? I'm I halfway did. through Dianetics now. I just finished the movie <laughs> yesterday. I do. I will admit I have Dianetics. I got it for free. Oh. I haven't read it. It's actually a DVD that I have. I went as a joke. I was kind of drunk one day and I did walk into the Scientology Center. But here's the thing. They kind of know when you're trolling them. And so cause I <laughs> totally was. And I was like. They it was completely empty. It was in Sacramento, and they're like, "Okay, well, let me show you this movie." And they took me in a back room, and I watched this really shitty like History Channel, like L. Ron Hubbard was amazing, like this little five minute <laughs> video. And they tried to get me to sign all this stuff. It's like, you know, I think I'm gonna pass. But they go for the dumb, rich people like Tom Cruise. So I'm just, if you're looking to troll Scientologists, sometimes they're in on it. I just wanted to let people know, but. <laughs> And I will say, I have not watched that Leia Remedy. I mean, I watched some of the Leia Remedy Netflix show. It's it's a little depressing on this whole this cult stuff. But it's going the one clear. true religion. And if Scientologists <laughs> want to sponsor anything that I'm doing, um, I'm I'm not you know I'm I'm down for any financial support. I'm not going to talk trash. I don't want to end up on their target list. That does not exist. Um, <laughs> That's true. But again, just fucking John Travolta, man. And not only was like, he just wants his promotion. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. I, lo I do love his meeting that he has where we're talking to the, these creepy ass looking guys and they tell him like, oh, we renewed your cycle. What was it? He gets 20 more cycles 50. with 50 more cycles yeah. with endless options for renewal. With and they repeated that. Why? And he, just, he was. And John Travolta, meanwhile, was being trained to conquer galaxies while you were barely a thought in your. I don't even remember what he said. Where you were learning to spell your name. Anyway. Yeah, you would barely learn to spell your name. Uh, hey, he really delivers perfectly. He was hamming it up. I do think he makes this movie worthwhile. How can he come away from that performance and be like, yeah, this was the, you know, the Matrix times 12 or whatever? Like, he, yeah, I don't. I really don't was, know. <laughs> and just the fact that today, Day, but not good. Um, <laughs> it was a total Matrix ripoff, and it's just I don't understand. Like to this day, he's still defensive, but he's also uh, just like a crazy Scientologist. Because we just did the <laughs> fanatic not too long ago, and he again poor choices. Excellent choices. <laughs> I, that is his last role he's done lately. You have too I'm... many thetans in your system in order to recognize the genius of his movie selections, clearly. So, I mean, you know. Maybe when you get clear. Yeah, is... and those who chose him <laughs> as well. <laughs> I mean, it's like you could go one route because he obviously has money from the roles he took and he could do like a good film. He could even finance a what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he goes the route to finance something like this. And like, why? I don't But maybe in his mind, that's exactly what he's doing, you know? 
I mean, at least Woody would. Yeah, because I mean, again, he's he's he's, he's, Clint, he's he's Clint Eastwood in his imagination. Like yes. he's like that's the next that's the <laughs> next bridge to your letters from Iwo Jima. Yeah, and you know it happens. I hope John Travolta, if you're listening, we miss you. We're just not gonna maybe look at a different church. I don't know. There's there's other options out there. But are they better, really? At the end of the day, yeah. what what would the Christian version of this be? That's a good point. Because I, don't I will. I did watch Going Clear because like <laughs> Tom Cruise, as crazy as he is, they worship him. And when you're surrounded by people that think you're a god and they treat you like one, it's hard to walk away, you know, and that's probably how John feels. And they're also blackmailing him because I think he did some stuff, admitted them on tape. And, you know, that happens, too. Again, John, not judging you <laughs> by cheating on your wife with maybe men, but like, I'm just judging you on this movie. Like, that's all. Like, that's making it. And just your costume choices. And just your acting choices. Well, The idea that he's been blackmailed makes more sense than anything else so far as to why he still defends it, though. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, yeah they did. Because they do that thing, yeah, like, they lock you in a room where you're like, tell me your fears, tell me all your deeper secrets, <laughs> like your darkest secrets, and they tape yeah. it. And then they, if anyone ever does that to you, by the way, you're in a cult that's trying to blackmail you, just make shit up. Just yeah, obviously, and isn't that Catholicism? <laughs> like, what's the difference? <laughs> really, yeah, exactly. Just going in a small <laughs> learn I'll from the honest. Catholics. Yeah, yeah. I I think that really, John. Yeah, was, I never really went time. to church, and but I was never really into religion. I did watch Bible Man recently, though, which I mean, we should probably. It's a TV show, yes. but we should probably review that. Willie Ames, it's it's on YouTube. I recommend. Down. I, I don't know. <laughs> really? I mean, my thing, as long as it doesn't insult Christianity, because I'm very religious. And... <laughs> it, it's promoting it. It might. It's Good. actually, and what they should have said on the DVD, like, it's lamer than going to church. Like, it's, they somehow made it more miserable and more, it's too That's bad. That's good, because you're not supposed to enjoy God, you know? <laughs> He's supposed to be afraid. And that's, yeah. and I will say. Yeah, like, I am both bored and afraid of God and Bible Man at the same, like, simultaneously. And that's, you know, Willie Ames, again, if you're listening, that's impressive. And I don't know. So but, we do have to talk about how the Cyclos are the dumbest alien species in the history of all <laughs> em alien empires. In the galaxy. They, they lost, their, their home world got destroyed, spoiler alert, because they left the main character... John Travolta left the main character in front of a knowledge machine just so he would, like, pick <laughs> up their language. And they, they just, like, left him there too long. And so he ends up acquiring, like, all the knowledge in the universe and, like, figures out yeah. how to build, like, planet-destroying bombs and yeah. stuff and, like, teleport somebody to Cyclo to kill them all. Like, that's, 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 that's John Travolta's entire plot, right? Because he didn't get promoted. So he's like, okay... Well, I'm going to mine the gold. I'm going to train the humans to do it so it'll be off bucks and no one will know it's happening. And I'm going to steal a bunch of gold. So he's like, I got to train the humans. So he accidentally makes like this superhuman using their technology. And Oops. then they have a revolution and it becomes. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the, the new the new Jurassic Park movies where it's like I made this super dinosaur and it's really right. hard to kill and it has all this intelligence. What could go wrong? I don't like nothing. Oh, damn. Everything could go wrong. Like, shocker. And 
Yeah, I don't understand because this whole time Barry Pepper, like, they escape. I lost track how many times he gets out of his chains and runs and they just go, okay, we just grabbed him. He does that maybe five or six times. And they, not only, he breaks out and then they grab him and then he tries to jump off a waterfall and the spaceship was right there waiting for him. I don't. And then after a while, you would think, okay, these slaves are awful. Like, we should probably, I don't know, maybe execute them or get rid of them. But they just keep going, hmm. You know, they're they're really smart, really intelligent. Like, we should train them to do more. But They're just very lazy. <laughs> showing innovation. Because I don't know why, yeah, just, like, kill them. Like, they're obviously going to revolt against you. He's literally, like, threatened you. I mean, we have that whole scene, which we do have to talk about, where... He takes Barry for a ride, and they go in a field full of cows, and John Travolta pulls out his gun, like, hey, you know what I'm going to do right now? And he shoots the legs off the cow. And I do like, he does the gun behind the back move, where he keeps just shooting all these cows. And we get another revolt, where we find there's another tribe that's going to revolt, and they're going to kill John Travolta. And they have the guns pointed at him, all this shit's happening. But then, oh no, like, I tracked down your girlfriend. I have both of you, we're gonna kill them if you're gonna revolt against me. It like, didn't even happen scene. that way, though. Like, like, the dude gave him the gun back and was like, no, I'm too smart to revolt. I'm gonna get you later, right? And then he's like, <laughs> well, while we're on that note, here's your girlfriend, you know? And it's like, Damn after it. he already surrendered, it was so weird. Like, I didn't make, was... like, that's the part that I'm having trouble following. It's like, why are you just like, giving up halfway through a revolution you're like oh we haven't hit the two hour mark yet we got to keep going with this movie (laughs) it's too easy to kill you at this point it's such a movie trope where it's like ah i could but the movie has to keep going so we're gonna do something else because yeah literally they're all against john travolta having guns and spears pointed at him but up nope force whitaker's here and he could probably kill you like it's just we can't let's all let's all go to jail and then they do it's like for the fifth time, I wrote that. I kept writing it down. Like, how many revolutions do these people have? It's just the whole film is like, ah, we're revolting, we're escaping. Ah, it didn't work. Well, we're gonna get them next time. And it's just this whole back and forth with these aliens. I just, I don't understand. But you know, <laughs> I didn't understand a lot of this movie. But it happens. It's not, I mean, it's supposed to speak to your like, you know, being. If you were clear, you would understand the movie. Uh, yeah, again, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna be clear this time. I I know they're gonna help me with my you know success in my comedy career. It's just, are there Scientologist comedians? I don't think so. I don't think they recruit from comedians. That would be interesting. <laughs> Shit, I gotta be on Movie Star instead. What's the deal with all of the? Yeah, you can go yeah. away now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we were gonna. I was gonna be a bit. I was working on just a Scientologist comedian and what that would be like, That's and just a great try to con- try to convert everybody. I do have the Dynex DVD somewhere. Got it for free. I do have a couple L. Ron Hubbard books. I feel like they tried to recruit comedians and comedians kept being like an antidote to everyone else they were trying to commute. Like Rodney Dangerfield is sitting in the sweat lodge like, it's way too hot in here. What are we doing in here? I don't get it. And I get no respect. Yeah, because Russell Brand had a funny bit where he talked about he was in a movie with Tom Cruise and he kept going like, you know, I'm just really confused with my life. I don't have any direction. I kept like leaning towards and like trying to get recruited, obviously trolling like, I don't know, just read the Bible and just walks away. So they know. 
they know when you're trolling. So again, like I'm going to talk to the Scientologists, like just don't just ignore this podcast. And when I come in next week to the center in Hollywood, just, we're going to forget this ever happened and I'm going to go clear brainwash me. Like I just, I need help. I need direction in life. I want to be John Travolta. Like I'll take his career. Like he had some ups. Mostly he, I would. He I made the star Wars of the nineties or whatever he called it. The he Pulp did. Fiction Science Fiction. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> Pulp Fiction Scientology. I yeah, because he thought that was gonna be a new hope, but there was no hope. I would say a no hope. This was there was not there was gonna be a Battlefield Earth two. There was there not. was one good canyon chase scenes with like the the jets chasing after each other. That kind of reminded me of Star Wars. Because we do have this whole ending, which is a giant ripoff, because, like, they revolt again, and they finally escape and decide, we have to blow them up. And then don't they have that thing where, like, everything's full of gas, so they just need to blow one yeah. thing up? But didn't yeah. the director do Star Wars? Didn't he work on He was a second unit director, yeah. and he was an assistant. And well, apparently, according to John Travolta, George Lucas hit him up and was like, I got the director for you. This is going to be perfect. He was my second unit. He, he was the assistant director on the Phantom Menace, and so he's perfect for this. That Roger sounds perfect. Yeah. Why are we not it, talking about the food, by the way? Both of you, are, let's the, not ignore that part, because the... it made me so hungry. I had to stop the movie and just stuff my face. Especially the when they were I mean, eating was... the rats. I like yeah, that. Yeah, oh my gosh, it made me so hungry, lunch? Heather. I, I, you have no idea. Well, that, he There's just no like, food what? left in my That house. was funny. What do man animals eat? And he just grabs and the rat. And then they just there eat rats. Yeah. That's all you need. I don't really. Which is very I like misleading, right? Because as a man animal, I had never eaten a live raw rat like that before. Not like that. Like I would what? definitely. That was it. Was <laughs> yeah. desperate times for me. It was. Mine were thrilled. Barrel, yeah. <laughs> bottom of the barrel. I was like, I got it. I was hungry. It start. It's like poor, but yeah, they did have some rats. They had some. What do you call it in the prison? I did like that scene where it was like, no, I eat first. <laughs> yes, then I'm they sorry. eat. <laughs> if there's anything left, you get it. Oh yeah, huge prison fight, and it just keeps going and going. And what was up with that when he's like, they decide I need to make a pact with you. And then he like cuts some of his hair off. Like, because that's how you know. Oh, like, right. Yeah. And then. If I cut with my hair shard. off you, it means we're we're going deep. Like, that means you better be ready to bury a body. For me. Yeah, we're gonna, there will be blood shed by the yeah. end of the night. There will be. I don't cut my hair for anybody, you yeah. know. Well, but what was the shard that he was using and why wasn't that a weapon? Oh, yeah. They could have, why wasn't that? Why yeah, still have what that? was that? Why didn't he, I don't know, use it to stab an alien? Like, why? Now he's got to cut his hair to show his loyalty. Because they got to get those weapons. Oh, that his... hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when he has his second haircut for the rest of the movie, I was giggling. I was just like... Oh, the brain. I wish they it's showed him braiding. Oh, my them. God, where yeah. did that come from? I <laughs> so right. And the wisp hanging out. Really I just saw it sticking yeah. out. I was like, oh, my God, this movie. It was great. And it really was directed. <laughs> Very realistic. That was the two yeah. things that director contributed to the world uh -huh. is the Phantom Menace haircut, and then he brought it back for this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was two years in a row, still trying to make it happen. Did not work, yeah. but you know, well, good I on you for trying. Middle school who rocked that haircut. They weren't the little... popular, but they rocked. It. <laughs> but they did watch Star Wars. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had the, the fucking rat tail. But the yeah, they. Tail. Oh, and we do have to talk about when. 
we find out that John Travolta, because Forrest Whitaker, the whole movie is like, hey, you know, we're going to do this thing together. Do you think maybe I could get some of the gold? And John's just like, no. no. <laughs> it's like, why, why would you do business with this guy? Like, he's basically telling you, I'm going to fuck you over, and I just need your help. Like, is that cool? Like, you're not going to get anything from this, and I'm literally just insulting you to your face. To a, to a point where he shoots his fucking arm off. Like he, sh- he points the gun at Forrest and just shoots it right off. And Forrest's only reaction is, ah, okay. Foiled again. <laughs> like, I really thought I had you this time. We have to talk about that scene, too, because Forrest thinks he's on top, right? He finally thinks he figured out he's got him blackmailed. He's going to switch it so that he gets 80% of the gold. And, and, he's, and, and John's like, I just have to take out the disc and you have no proof. And then Forrest is like, but I made a copy and gave it to someone and you don't know who it is. And John Travolta is like, I know, who could it be? Now, mind you, John Travolta walks into the room where Forrest Whitaker already was, pulls out the severed head of the guy that was holding the copy from a box in the room. Like, how did he manage to kill the guy and then sneak his head into the room where Forrest Whitaker was going to go celebrate? Like his victory. This is the bartender. Always gonna Wasn't be that the bartender. The bartender. Yeah, it was the bartender. Yeah. Who, who John Travolta also fucked off in the beginning for no reason, right? Like that was your first clue that he has no that you can't trust him, and people keep trying to strike deals with him. He <laughs> seems so nice. I really that was uh, I, I, I was foiled. I was close. Those eyebrows <laughs> and those white yeah. man dreadlocks. You know, you but he and Forrest Whitaker had a great time making this. I could tell. They did, were truly did, laughing that maniacal, horrible so. laugh. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think that there was some camaraderie. I mean, to this day, yeah, it. John Travolta <laughs> defends it, but Forrest Whitaker says he does regret making it. Is the only thing he probably had fun like hamming yeah. it up, but it was still He's probably I don't know. not being blackmailed by Scientologists. Not so, yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> imagine <laughs> that. Like, we're John, we're oh. gonna tell everyone you're gay, and also you have to tell people Battlefield Earth was good. It's like, no. Oh my gosh, guys! Now I know. The, the Scientologists probably have these discs in the same files <laughs> in the home office. And that's what's in discs, the movie. A lot of dicks. I get it now. <laughs> Everything. I really, I don't keep track of my Files. floppies. But yes, you do we get, <laughs> and I do love, because they have their revolution again, and they're like deciding we got to finally kill these guys. Like, but how are we going to do it? And I love this giant spear just lands right between them. And you're like, what the fuck? Are we getting attacked? We're like, and they look up on top of this cave. Like, no, it's us. We're going to help you. Like, it's not a great way to introduce that'd be like shooting at them like hey we're here we're here to save the day like i don't like that's not that you could just say hi like i don't know why you had to make it look like you're attacking us these yeah you could have gotten gacked just now right like that could have easily turned into a brawl you're just like throwing weapons at each other (laughs) it's just very rude they really need to learn you know you know just how to communicate but they revolt, and for some reason, these tribesmen learn how to fly spaceships immediately. Very all quickly. Be- <laughs> all because Barry Pepper, again, they left him in front of oh. the TV for too long, and he learned everything. <laughs> he learned all the knowledge, and he was still oh. normal after that, too. He was just like, yeah, it's, I know the language. Didn't speak it. He's like... <laughs> We can talk about it later. Yeah, that's cool. he did for a little bit. The dude from Kindergarten Cop. Like, I think that's when I realized who that was. It took me a while. Which guy? 
the guy from Kindergarten Cop. Now I'm forgetting. Oh, okay. His name. Darn it. <laughs> well, he was the one I'm that glad. flew the plane by himself. He had a big. Scene. Oh yeah. Oh. He's he like a like, so his name. Yeah. Good for them. They, you know, there were a handful of people. I will say because it was like in the middle of a lot of people's careers, and like Barry Pepper, like Forrest Whitaker went on to win an Oscar, and John Travolta. Uh, did he do anything good? I did enjoy him in like The Punisher, which is a few years later. He was hamming it up, but it was just weird roles. Oh, I forgot he was in Hairspray. That was well, that was, was face something. Off? Face Off was before this '97, which also should come up. It's hard. It's like I want to review Face Off, but it's pretty. It's pretty great. I don't know if it. It is kind of. It's, it's plot, laughable though, especially the yeah. plot is pretty ridiculous. But they it has it. like the kings of bad movies in it. Like Nick Cage and John Travolta are just yeah. The, and yeah, the, Nick Cage pretending to be John Travolta being Nick I know, Cage right? was pretty amazing. But I'm just like, it's almost. I think it's a good movie, but it is the plot is so ridiculous that we might have to do it. But yeah, no, and then we trap John Travolta in this cage and in a twist of fate, this irony that he was surrounded by all his gold and he doesn't get to spend it. And he I do really love that. The, the quick here. <laughs> I mean, you know, we were jumping through. I don't know what else to talk about. It was I, a great I, film. I mean, we can talk about the whole thing about how they're like a corporation, right? And like, they're like, oh, that's immoral. It goes again, like <clears throat> what John Travolta has an idea and the the guy who owns the planet is like oh we don't do that and they're like well if something's threatening profits then all values are off the table to save the profits right so like they have this weird value system and the corporation like the overtones of like corporate structure go into like marriage and shit too because forrest whitaker is like if, when i get all this gold i'm gonna fire my wives and hire new ones right. you know <laughs> It's pretty ones because, yeah, pretty ones this time, right? So it's weird. Why couldn't how... we see them? I, I, oh, yeah, no we never. Well, I would have enjoyed a little bit of that. I'm sorry. And I... Because, again, like, I don't really understand why John Travolta isn't already the evil emperor. Why are we having this struggle for him to be the head of this corporation that's evil? It's like you're, but you're evil turning against the evil people. I don't. <laughs> Why is him like? Why is he not having this character arc where he becomes a good guy? Like, why that seems how like evil words. It's crabs <laughs> in a barrel. It's crabs in a barrel. Like you can't, you can't. It's just showing you evil's not successful because you try and be evil, you're just gonna. All the evil people below you are just gonna want to be evil too and fuck your shit up. You know. That's, That's true. Problem in my life. <laughs> it really. I know. It's like. What is the message? Like sometimes you can go up that hierarchy chain, but you should probably just stay where you're at or else you'll go to prison. The message is like, don't go to music festivals, right? Like, (laughs) cause they look like all of the alien character design looks like, like dirty lot kids outside of an EDM festival, like, or, but then their costumes make it look like it's actually like some weird freaking hard style, like, metal uh, i don't i don't know what what the kids listen to but yeah i'm not in touch with the kids i'm not hip with the times as they say i'm not in touch with the reality they they, Um, they got like thrasher costumes and then like (laughs) the grateful dead haircuts yeah all these do-rags i was very confused but it did help me enjoy it just all the decisions in this movie all the acting all the costumes tilted shots and just the ridiculous plot that makes no sense i was on board yeah 
I just wish it was like entertaining to watch. Like it's great to like look at and be like, that was a weird choice, but it's so difficult to like sit moment to moment and be like, I still need to pay attention to this movie for <laughs> I this podcast. Find, I found myself zoning out quite a bit, but it did something would, I would hear something and I have to rewind. Wait, what? And then I would look up and then, yeah, we did a whole matrix ripoff where he's like running through those beams and they're shooting at him, but it's just slow motion and nothing's happening. They're just shooting. Oh, at him. Can we also talk about how much unnecessary slow motion that wasn't even so much. before yes. editing. So it's just like jumpy, like, but that made me laugh. I was like, that's what, that's why I was we- on. And that's why I had to keep rewinding. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Because like, when, when we have, we first introduced John Travolta when they're all just hanging out. And he's like, hey, you got a girlfriend? Like, yeah. Like, you left her? Like, I'm going to go fuck her. Like, what'd you say? And he grabs well, to like, goes to strangle him. And then all of a sudden, they just shoot Sons of Anarchy guy. And I'm like, oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> But no, he's not. And then we have this really weird slow motion scene where John Travolta's creeping in <laughs> and like, oh, no. And they're just like running and running. And like, doesn't he run through a wall? Or like, no, like a bunch of mirrors or whatever. A bunch yeah, of glass. That's what I enjoyed that. I Why know. That's what I was talking about. The tongue. Why aren't we talking about Kelly Preston and that tongue? I want well, to talk she's... about that. Oh, that I was her? To... Yes. Oh, I had she no made a idea. cameo. And R. she R. came up with that idea from the book. So I don't know if she read the book, but she's like, I want to put the tongue in there just to throw something. I want to know everything that's going on with that tongue. <laughs> you know, Kelly, we miss what? you. We love you. Uh, may This yeah. was not your finest moment, but yeah, good but for her. Tongue... <laughs> Is she a Scientologist? Why was she in this movie? She, well, her and John. John yeah, they were both. Oh, oh she did convert. <laughs> they were knee deep. I, th- I would assume it'd be hard to be married to someone like John and not, you know, at least go to the church once or twice. Right. Katie had to get divorced and go back to Catholicism of all religions. Oh, wow. I, that's she, how you knew you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And she's open about it. Again, Katie, we miss you. And she was we so want, happy on Oprah. What happened? We want the Come Dawson's Come back to Creek. the church, Katie. Come back. <laughs> we, we want you. We can put you in so many more movies. We know. Is that why they didn't put her in you Batman You want to be successful or not? Come on. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly why. <laughs> I will it's say. because Tom Cruise kept showing up to set, like, ah, sneaking out of trash cans. Where's my baby? Scientology. I would have liked to see him on stilts. Yeah, he does. He he is on them sometimes, right? And a few good men was or or no, on Top Gun. Top Gun. I think he was standing on something. He needs help. The interesting thing about him was that for the longest, yeah, and like he didn't know how to read. And that's how they converted him, was they taught him how, and then they also taught him Scientology. So he's been in it for since, like, Risky Business. Like, that's fucking yeah, crazy. There's nothing wrong with his hype, by the way. I didn't mean to make it sound that way. I just, I think in Top Gun, you can actually see it is <laughs> that he's funny. standing on something. They tried it's silly. so Why? hard to I make I like her sexy short shorter. men, you know? I think <laughs> yeah, they're great. I like being Big Spoon, you know? <laughs> you know, if... Like, like, come here, you little some... munchkin. <laughs> You got to make it work for some people, you know, it's just and Tom, you know, he's had a lot of success as a short man and he does zone stuff. He's proved to himself. I feel like he's so insecure about being short and that's why he does all these crazy stunts. Like we get it. You're a psychopath. Like you're going to die on the film and it makes me uncomfortable. But, you know, again, like Tom, we love you. 
We miss you. Just maybe <laughs> again, choose another religion. Like that's all I'm asking. That's or stay with it. I don't know what I'm trying. I don't know why you keep yeah. insulting my religion this entire podcast. <laughs> I told you I converted. I'm proud. Well, of I you. also converted as a surprise, and I guess I did the wrong thing. And but like, you know, oh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> the reason is because they rejected me, and I'm insecure about it. So that's oh, why okay. I talk shit. It's not really because about any other stuff. Because they thought you were trolling. If you really were like lost and didn't come off like a smart, like you, you come, you have to come off a lot dumber. Okay, that's how. Yeah, I, you look smart. You're they accepted me because <laughs> they're like, you're obviously dumb as hell. And I was like, yes. And they're like, come aboard, baby. <laughs> but they took like, you in the back, Kevin. They took you to the they, back. Oh, they like, took me went. in the back. And <laughs> they, they showed me the video. And But they knew. I was, admittedly, I had a few drinks when I was there. And not at, they didn't have a bar at the Scientology Center. I wish. <laughs> but it was outside. They actually don't really drink, which was kind of the deal breaker oh, for me. The Kerbango, isn't that what it was called in the movie? I don't know. I, I, I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote that down because they said, oh, as happy as a baby cyclo on a straight diet of Kabango, which I think Kabango. Oh, don't they say like, I, what, what does she call him at the beginning of the film? Like, you're such a, a greener, you arrogant greener. And that was, oh, yeah. Like, what do you got a fucking rat brain? You little piece of shit. They had a, there's some interesting insults in this, but good for them. Again, I do. I did enjoy this movie. It was two hours, which was a little iffy for me. Oh. It was, but I will say, like, I do recommend it. I don't know if you guys do. I just like, but if you get bored, fast forward. But also, you're gonna have to pause because you're gonna see something that you enjoy, and you do have to rewind. So I do. I recommend if you're gonna watch this movie. Like at first, I thought I was too stoned, and that's why I wasn't able to finish it. I kept falling asleep. But I realized actually that I wasn't stoned enough. And I think that you have to be at least at like an eight on the Richter scale in order to get through the movie. So get like really fucking high and then it's tolerable. There we go. Megan, do you And don't convert it? to Scientology. Unless you want to. Already, I'm, it's my Dad, I really fucked up. <laughs> like, you understand how much work I did. This isn't fair. Uh, this is the first time I saw Battlefield Earth. So I'm different on this podcast. And here's what I have to say about it. I do think that anybody listening, if you haven't, you should see it. I wanted a little more laughing. I wanted to be like really laughing because the first scene made me think that there was going to be a lot of ridiculous dance moves from Barry I Pepper. Wish. Like this wild, I don't know. It wasn't there. I found myself myself laughing way more at the editing and that, John it is, like, those it are is the two more, things that kept me. Yeah, it's John Travolta's acting and just the directing choices that you really have. It's almost like yes. Naked Gun or Airplane, where you have to really watch it and like to understand why it's funny because you're just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? But I do. The script and I did. is so bad. I mean, it's so bad that, that it is funny. But I just, when I watch a bad, there's two kinds of bad movies the ones that are just bad and the ones that are like so bad that you're always thinking of the quotes in your head because they were so ridiculous. I don't know that I'll have many quotes from this movie in my head, but I didn't watch I like it 12 the, times. Like, <laughs> I'd like, uh, do you want lunch? And yes, I wrote that. The rat. Yeah. that was my favorite. Probably. That made me laugh. I'd probably be that. my opener. And I did forget to mention, <laughs> this is the 50th episode. So thanks everyone for listening. And that's why I picked this one because this is the first bad movie. I think that I went out of my way to watch. And I think, 
and it's so fun, and I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for everyone for being on the podcast and listening, and this is probably... I really hated quarantine in 2020, so recording this was been a, this is the only thing I looked forward to, and it's my only little spark of joy I had in like the last year or so. So, thanks everyone for listening. This has been so wonderful. My name's Amy Schuber, and thank you. <laughs> Have a good one. I've been you look great com- after the baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs>